Seven Studios. You are listening to the Lunch J Radio Carlson, I'm reading from the Enquirer.com. This is this is what Tucker Carlson, who has the the highest rated cable news show on television, this is what he said a few weeks ago. Because I've been I've been covering healthcare. I was at the the Rise Convention here in Nashville. This is what this is what he said about Kentaji Brown, who President Biden, who President Biden is not having a very a very good month. I'm going to talk about that later. But President Biden nominated her to to be appointed to to the Supreme Court and she'll be going through the 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 appointment hearings and and the questioning and all of that all of that stuff that we saw Kavanaugh go through. So it's it's Tucker Carlson's job to poke holes in anyone that President Biden appoints. So b- before I start, that doesn't make you a racist because 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 you poke holes. It's his job as a right wing neoconservative pundit to poke holes in anyone who 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 Biden. If if Joe Biden wanted to appoint Donald Trump to the Supreme Court, it's 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 Fox News and everyone on the right. It's their job to poke holes in that. So I don't I don't take that personally. And if you take that personally, you need to check yourself because a lot of this stuff with politics, it's business. There's an element of hatred. There's an element of tribalism. There's an element of, of, of even, even some would say at, at times white supremacy. Some people on the other side would say black supremacy, that, that people of African-American descent get a lot of benefits and a lot of free stuff. So everyone has their own opinions, and and I'm not I'm not a person that gets offended or, or thick skinned when it comes to people's opinions on politics. I don't I don't really care. But this is what was interesting to me. So this is his quote. It's a direct quote from Tucker Carlson. So Kentaji Brown Jackson, a name that even Joe Biden has trouble pronouncing. So he's making fun of her name, which is disrespectful. Whether you call it racist or not, it's just disrespectful and unwarranted. Is she one of the top legal minds in the entire country? We certainly hope so. It's Biden's right appointing her is one of the his gravest constitutional duties. So it might be time for Joe Biden to let us know what Kentaji Brown Jackson's LSAT score was. So her LSAT score. Wonder how she did on the LSATs. Why won't he tell us that? That would settle the question conclusively as to whether she is a once-in-a-generation legal talent the next learn hand, it would seem like Americans in a democracy have a right to know that much before giving her a lifetime appointment, but we did not hear that. Now, like I said, it's his job to cast a shadow of doubt on her competence. It's his job to question if someone 
that is left wing or, or someone that, that he perceives or people in his camp perceive to be leftists, are they the best man or woman for the job? I don't really have a problem with that, but this is what I have a problem with. He questioned her LSAT scores and people of color have to deal with this all the time. He didn't question, if you notice, he didn't question her record. He didn't question what she's done since she's been a judge, which I'm sure that there are things that she's done. I'm, I'm not I'm not a political pundit. So I'm sure there are things that she's done, her record on, on various myriad of, of, of issues that have come across her bench over the years. But he, he pulled out the LSAT scores. Now, the LSAT, for those who don't know, the LSAT is the test you take to get into law school, just like the MCAT. If you're going to med school, for me, it was the, the, the GMAT. But as someone who has been a healthcare executive, someone who has put hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars on the table at health plans that I've worked for, literally brought in hundreds of millions of dollars, I'd be very offended if somebody asked me about my, my, my GMAT score. If I was in for an interview and somebody asked me about my GMAT score, I would tell them to bleep off. It's one thing to say that, hey, this woman is qualified. I don't like her record. There's nothing wrong with saying that. There's nothing wrong with having a disagreement about someone's record. There's nothing wrong with saying that, hey, she makes, she makes decisions. She's very lenient on crime. Or she's very difficult on this issue or her her renderings have been studied and it shows that her renderings are not fair on the populations that she judges there's nothing wrong with that that's part of the business that's part of the limelight that's part of being nominated to be a supreme court justice but i've seen this when it comes especially with women especially with women of color you start poking away at someone's test scores you start you're trying to create the correlation that the nominee is not about her competency, but you're basically saying that, that Kentaji Brown Jackson isn't smart enough to be on the Supreme Court. She's not as intelligent as the other men, especially the, 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 the non-melanated men that are on and have been on the Supreme Court. She didn't score high enough. There's no way she could have now now Kataji Brown Jackson, she went to Harvard. <laughs> I mean, she's a she's a superstar as far as as her she's a she's a cum laude graduate of Harvard Law School. She was the supervising editor of the Harvard Law Review. So you're talking about someone who is extremely talented. Harvard is the creme de la creme. You've got to be brilliant to get into Harvard. And I have, I have some stats that I'll show a little bit later in the week. You, you technically have to be brilliant to get into Harvard unless you're a legacy. Unless your daddy went to Harvard or your mommy went to Harvard and your daddy has money that can write the fat checks. Then you don't have to be as brilliant to get into Harvard. We don't see anybody asking for President Trump's test scores, nor should we. Or asking how he got into, into Wharton at Pennsylvania because it's not typical to question a non-melanated person, especially a non-melanated man, it's not typical to question their intellect. You can question someone's record. You could question their character. You could say that, hey, this person's a reprehensible person. 
Uh, Bill, Bill Clinton was a Rhodes Scholar. And, and to prove that I'm I'm not a person that, that's anti-right, Bill Clinton was a Rhodes Scholar. He's a brilliant man. Bill Clinton, arguably amoral. Not a person that you want to trust around your daughter, your wife, <laughs> your money. But a brilliant man. We question his character because his character is out there. But we don't question how intelligent he was. We don't question how intelligent President Trump was. We don't question, even with Biden, even with Tucker Carlson, who, who it's his job to whack Biden over the head every day. We call him Dementia Joe. They call him Brandon. They call him all of these different things. They don't question his intelligence, though. They say, well, hey, he's old. He's slipping into dementia. His mind's not right. But no one ever says, hey, you know what? Joe Biden's just not that smart. He's not smart enough to develop foreign policy that can defeat the Russians. We don't question that. But when it comes to a woman and a woman of color, it's, is she smart enough? And the reason this, this article and, and this dynamic means a lot to me, I've been questioned a lot in my career if I was smart enough. I've been questioned in interviews. Are you smart enough? I've talked about a, a health plan that I interviewed for. Many years ago, I'm not going to name the health plan, but they, they were a startup at the time. And I interviewed at this health plan, and I interviewed, I got to the final interview, got met with the CEO, met with the COO, interviewed four times, was flying across the country. This was a health plan with really, really smart people, and they were backed by, by some of the best technology companies in the world. And their COO, excuse me, their CMO basically told me that I was the best person for the job. But they weren't going to go with me for the job, even though I had the most experience. I had the best record. I had great references. I interviewed well. We're not going to go with you because this is an Ivy League culture. And James, you know, you, you're, you're a good guy, but we don't think that you can fit in. You don't have the executive presence or basically the intellect to fit into an Ivy League culture. Everybody here went to MIT. Everybody here went to Harvard. Everybody here went to Yale. You went to Oakwood University. And that's just not good enough. This company proceeded to lose billions, plural, of dollars. But they thought that I wasn't smart enough to work for them. And that's the dynamic. See, it's one thing to say that, hey, James, we like you. We have a candidate that we like better. We're going to go with him or we're going to go with her. But they made sure to tell me that I wasn't intelligent enough to work there. And that generally does not happen Unless it's a woman or unless it's it's people of color. And and that's that's a that's a major issue. I'm not I'm not gonna say racism. I'm not gonna go as far as you know, my thoughts of Tucker Carlson, you can you can listen to those. I've I've talked about that before. I'm not gonna say that everyone that questions you is a racist, because I don't believe in that. But just be careful. Watch that dynamic. When you when you when you hear those those code words, when somebody's poking around your test scores. Those that are interviewing for executive jobs and you you have a 20-year track record and you've done extremely well and you have great references and you've done fantastic work and you've made companies millions of dollars and you've mentored people and you've done things in your community. You've been a fantastic leader. You've been a pillar of your local society. Some jagoff wants to ask you how you performed on a test 25 years ago. 
And what they're basically saying is it doesn't matter. Your performance doesn't matter. It's all about an IQ test. It's all about a GRE score. It's all about an LSAT MCAT score. And if you don't score well enough on the test that we created for you, you're not good enough. Power God 7 Studios. On guard. I'll let you try my Wu-Tang style. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is your boy Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs. We ready, Professor? Yeah. We'll start with an easy one. Is your name, in fact, Deshaun Fredericks? Yeah. True. And do you reside, in fact, the 1200 block of Woodyear Street in West Baltimore? Yeah. True. And did you and Vonnell shoot your boy Pookie down on Carey Street just like Monell said you did? Nah, no. Bye. Mm. Mm-hmm. Machine is never wrong, son. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.